0: Want to stream Cognitive Dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app! Go to DissonancePod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show.
1: Hey, Tom and Cecil, it's Mike from the Irreverent Skeptics Podcast. Uh, I heard your
2: story about how Tom DeLay apparently thinks that God wrote the Constitution, which uh, you thought sounded a little little too literal to be taken seriously. Um, unfortunately, there actually is a pseudoscience belief
3: that the Israelites got the Constitution from God through Moses and they moved and founded the common law of England based on the laws of Moses and that American Constitution is literally based on something given to Moses by
2: God. So he might have been referring to that. He may literally believe that the Constitution was written by God. And if so, well, fuck that guy. Glory to all. You guys rock.
1: This is cognitive dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode one hundred and forty, and we have Thomas from Atheistically Speaking, and from Thomas and the Bible on to join us today so thank you thomas for being on the show
3: hey thank you so much for having me you've put out 140 episodes of this bullshit Wow!
1: <laughs> I know. That's what I said. I can't yeah, believe the S- FCC
3: hasn't stepped in by we've now. we put
1: it out, but nobody's listening yeah. to any of it. Yeah, that's so. why the FCC hasn't stepped yeah, in. They like, don't you even fly know under the exists. radar. I don't know. Right. I think
3: you're on their radar. I think they're like, oh man, couple. If they get to 150, we're fucking taking these guys off. There's no. <laughs> we're gonna,
1: yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna. They're gonna start regulating There's gotta podcasts.
3: Be some regulation we can use. <laughs> Pull this drivel off you. Indecency
1: here. regulation. Like, they, actually, they actually come out with a little known, like, your quality is shite yeah. regulation. <laughs> like. So the story we want to talk to you about, Thomas, comes from NPR. Uh, Arden atheists spread their reverence for disbelief. Um, this is a uh, story discussing um, basically the, the, the evangelical atheist movement, or at least the idea of evangelical atheism, which I kind of take exception to the evangelical the use of evangelical and atheism. Yeah.
2: Doesn't evangelical mean like according to Christianity?
1: Yeah, it's I mean it's not it's not a word that you can actually uh throw out there in relation to um, That's
2: right up
3: atheism. There. That's right up there with them calling any gathering atheists have an atheist mega church. Like yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we're about ninety zillion trillion billion dollars away from a mega church. Like megachurches yeah. have so much goddamn money. We have folding chairs. Okay. <laughs> right, exactly. That's our, that's how the balance sheet looks. Like the balance yeah. sheet of the of the nonprofit. It's like, well, four folding chairs, it's about twenty nine <laughs> ninety-five. Uh and that's it. That's all we got. And that's
1: pretty much all of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. They actually had to we actually had to get together in a church basement. Yeah. because we have so little we resources. We couldn't even
3: afford that's... dignity. That's how
1: Right. That's how <laughs> that's <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny, because, like, evangelism is a Protestant movement. Hmm. Like, that's what evangelism is. So, like, the idea that you can be evangelical, um, like, that you can be an evangelical atheist, that is not a truism. Like, you just can't do it. And I think it's, like, the thing that struck me about this story that I think I wanted to talk to you about, Thomas, is um, if atheists talk about being atheists, if, if there's a discussion to be had about faith and Part of that discussion includes the possibility of no faith. Suddenly that is proselytizing. Exactly. Rather than a discussion. And that's not, I mean, that's not, it's just not honest. Like, it's not evangelical atheism. If you have a conversation about faith... it just doesn't strike me as, as comparable, but I wanted to get your thoughts on that.
3: Well, exactly. And I watched, I don't think it's in the text of the story, but I watched a little video that's on there. I'm, I'm, I assume you link them, obviously, somewhere so they can... Yeah, yeah, okay. on our notes. Yeah. Uh, in the little video they have, there was, there was such a telling thing that the uh, voiceover woman said. She said like something like, if they don't believe in a God, well, the, what exactly are they out here preaching? And it's like, just compare that to, like say, racism. Like okay, if if a bunch of people have a bunch of racist, horrible beliefs, like oh this race is inferior, this race is inferior, and then someone comes out and says like hey none of that's true, and they're like what are you out here <laughs> preaching for you don't you don't believe in any racial inferiority what are you doing why are you even here why are you talking it's like you can't so if you 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 have to have some bullshit belief in order to talk like. It's so ridiculous. Well, and I think that's funny, too. It's like, well, what are you preaching? Well, actually, we're not—nobody's preaching. Yeah, we're trying to There is to no un-preach. preaching going on. We're trying to de-preach this place.
1: Is that, is that legitimate? Like, is that a legitimate thing to do, to go out and try to de-convert? You know, because this story talks about, you know, he's, he, the guy says, you know, we've had de-conversions happen. Is that—like, what do you think about the idea of, of atheists— Deconverting people, like is that a is that something people should be obligated
3: to do as atheists? Is that part of the? I do not think that's a that's a really good question, and and it's I that's think that's why I asked it. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was a great. Well, question. and it's stuff like <laughs> that. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I fucking nailed to it get Thomas, all and I appreciate you letting me know <laughs> to try to get all yeah. serious with you, fuckers. Um, it's <laughs> 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 no, it, that is exactly kind of why I wanted to do the show that I'm doing because it's those kind of questions, like because uh, a lot of atheists. Well, pretty much every atheist has some different belief on some level about atheism and about what we should be doing. Like, it's insane. I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. It's like it's just crazy how many – because everybody – most atheists are just independent thinkers and they have their own – they're not looking to tow party lines most of the time. I mean, sometimes you could say they are, but so –
1: Wait, wait, wait. Is there a party line? Because
3: I want (laughs) to tow it. Is it – I didn't even know we had one. Well, we we don't tell you about it. It's a it's a Fuck. it's a nobody it's tells an me about it. party line that uh, <laughs> I would have to say that I guess by that I mean okay. I'm just going to hear what Richard Dawkins or some other leader says and just defend it no matter what. Like are there there are those people who will just oh yeah defend yeah. No, what what a prominent atheist says no matter what. But there are also <laughs> a ton of people who have differing views and you know maybe they agree with with a a, a horseman on one thing but but sure. uh, or, or horse person. On uh, on another <laughs> a um, horse, individual a centaur, <laughs> a if you will. <laughs> that's um, actually all
1: I pay attention to when I'm. You know, just as an aside, I, I take all of my religious cues from centaurs or yeah. other mythical beasts. Well, that's right, yeah. completely, you know, completely
3: reasonable, right? I mean, right. No I guess so, I no one's yeah,
1: whatever, whatever's
3: good. I'm I never, is discriminate.
1: Basically, whatever's
2: a horse, whatever is a if, horse. Yeah, if, if, it's if
3: it's a hoven <laughs> animal, a hoven, <laughs> <laughs> then you're fine.
1: Like uh, we only listen to pan flute music here. Right. As a result,
3: it's it's ex- uh, exclusive. Might be able yeah. to give me some advice. Yeah, the uh, Pan's Labyrinth must be your favorite goddamn movie. Just watch it over and over. I didn't
1: even know there were other movies. Yeah. There's other movies? <laughs> More than one? Yeah. I actually just watch Pan's Labyrinth and then Labyrinth. So those are the only two movies that I allow yeah, in the house. Until they so make just... another
3: Labyrinth related movie. Those are the only two. <laughs>
1: Well, I haven't seen enough of the of the outline of David Bowie's cock in a pair of uh, <laughs> no one has uh, pantaloons. No, so no, no,
3: no one can. No, ever all see you got to do is watch
2: it. that on the big screen, my friend. <laughs> it's front and center.
3: Oh god, I love that movie so much. His junk, magic junk, is right there. I I'm not even going to for a second apologize for the fact that I fucking love that movie so much. It's it's such a good movie. <laughs> Mainly for David Bowie's cock. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, really, you know, you get a, a
2: healthy dose. Yeah, <laughs> to, to try <laughs> to get back. So
3: the, the question was whether or not we feel obligated to, or atheists should be obligated to try to deconvert. And I would probably not be able to go so far as to say any atheist is obligated to do that because people, you know, people have lives. <laughs> people have, you know, diff- to differing extents, people have lives. Some Some people don't, like me, you know, I don't have a life, but... So I so I go around trying to do podcasts and maybe deconvert somebody, but um but I you know I'm never gonna say you have to. Um but I think that it would be foolish and really um quite annoying to say that you don't have a right to try to convert as many people to non belief as you can. Because like I said, um, it's not an exactly perfect analogy with the racism thing, but it's just like any ridiculous belief. I mean, there are people who just believe ridiculous things. All the other groups in this article that are that are out there preaching are not just like liberal, super washy, wishy washy, you know, Christians. They're they're like you know, burn in hell if you don't believe that kind of thing. Why would we not try to get rid of that and to try to tell people like? Relax. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to feel like you're going to burn in hell because there is no hell. So
1: we know it's sort of like taken for granted, right? That that religious groups have an obligation, like they have a responsibility and an obligation, and and as a result, they have a right to preach their religion, right? I mean, that's like yeah, it's that's taken for granted. Nobody ever questions that. It would never make npo.
2: Another thing too, and before you go, Thomas, another thing too is that people don't ever question that it could be harmful too. Yeah. Nobody ever says, I mean, it's always assumed that it's a benefit. That's always assumed that preaching Christianity is a benefit. It's never that, you know, you know, growing up and learning about hell might give you a complex. Nobody says that. Everybody's always just like, yeah, well, you know, you got to learn about hell yeah. in this big fucking park where a bunch of people are trying to give you Mormon pamphlets.
3: <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I think one one opinion I have that could be different than than other atheists is that I don't. I think that if you truly believe, and may, I don't know if I've said this here or not, but if you truly believe that someone's going to go to hell, like if you legitimately believe that, I would 100% want you to be trying to do everything you could to stop that. I mean, wouldn't you? Sure. Like if, I, if sure. I really believed you're going to die and then be tortured for eternity, like I'd be really trying to save you because I'm a decent person. So I, I think in some ways it's almost worse. If you're incredibly religious and you really believe that, to just sit back and say like ha, those people are going to hell, that's like the most the least compassionate thing that I could even <laughs> think of. And so, honestly, like I, I I have a problem with atheists who think preaching religion is is the problem. Like as long if they were just quiet, like if everyone just was you know just it wouldn't wouldn't bother me, then it would be okay. That's not the issue. I think the issue is that it's harmful and it's wrong and it 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 can lead to certain Uh, It can lead to ignoring certain facts about the world and it can sometimes lead lead to homophobia. It can lead to lots of things that are bad. And that's why – it it would almost be better if everyone was out there with their beliefs all the time because like with politics, what happens is people polarize and they almost cannot even talk to the other side. Like they – If you get an extreme conservative, extreme liberal, like in your family, if you've ever had that awkward time where, you know, someone brings up like one, (laughs) yeah, someone will bring up like one, someone will say like Obama and then then it's like all (laughs) fucking hell breaks Global warming! Yeah, Yeah, global (laughs) warming is awesome. They can't even speak about it because it's so, it's so polarized and everything. And, and I think that's a result of the stupid saying that you shouldn't discuss politics and religion and polite company. Or something like that, because what happens is you don't discuss it, and then you just go on thinking your idiot thoughts in your head and and <laughs> and, and listening to, to whoever your choice idiot is who exaggerates all those thoughts. But I, I wonder if, if you guys would agree with that or not. I mean, I, I think that I, I don't really... Mind the fact that religious people want to convert people. I honestly would feel more comfortable if they were constantly trying to engage in the conversation.
1: So Cecil, this story comes from the Patheos blog site. This is from the uh, WWJTD. What would J.T. do? Portion of Patheos. Teen dies at the hands of Islamic priest performing an exorcism. A Palestinian teen has died. One Islamic priest has attempted to exorcise demons from the girl. This is a 17-year-old girl, Cecil. Um, and I guess the way that you get rid of a priest uh, – get rid of a demon if you are Islamic, it's a little different. It's a little different than the Catholic rites. With the Catholic rites, they show up. They tie you to a bed. You puke out some soup. and right. uh, Yeah. They throw yeah, some they,
2: water on you, and they press a cross on your face.
1: Yeah. If you're Islamic, it's worse, like most things, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're an Islamic teen girl, like there's no winning if you're an Islamic teen oh, girl. No. Right. Like at no point are you like, oh, man, I'm so glad I was born oh, no. an Islamic <laughs> teen girl. This has worked out for me so well. Worst this teen far. girl squad ever. Ever. Right. <laughs> I can count to being whipped like what? Oh no! It's <laughs> terrible. It's fucking awful. Um, so anyway, her uh, her therapists um, yes. decided that the way to get rid of the demon, was to force a liter of salt water down her gullet. Sounds legit. The article that they actually
2: link to, right? So this, what would JT do? links to an article where they talk about it. And I'm going to read a little bit from that article. From the, and the article that it, they link to is from uh, El Monitor, I guess. That's what you would call it. I don't know. But it, I'm going to read it. It says, He placed a recording device next to her head that played Quranic verses while her mother and brother stood next to her. Then Abu Harith uh, asked the jinn to leave Gada's body through one of, her, of the toes on her left foot. <laughs> Oh, this yeah. little piggy went to hell. And <laughs> indeed, her finger moved, through, uh, moved though, and uh, Abu Haram insisted that Gato was not the one moving her finger, but rather the jinn controlling her body. The girl was still conscious, and when she got out of bed, she was asked if she was okay, and, and she nodded. And the, the woman, the mother, says, I brought my daughter here because she has been constantly hearing words of apostasy and strange noises. If your daughter is having a psychotic episode, you do not take her to a priest. And that's the problem, right, is yeah. that is that clearly this girl was having problems. She was hearing fucking voices and they decided, oh, well, that's obviously demonic. Well, the only place that that would ever pop in your head is in a, in a culture that is so steeped in religion that they neglect psychology and
1: and, and psychotherapy. For religion. Man, like, you've got a situation where this poor girl, like, needs medical help. Like, that's what she needed. She needed medical intervention. She needed a mental health professional. Like, she she needed she needed fucking medical help. Right. It'd be like if you said, like, oh, well, you know, somebody lapsed into a diabetic coma, so we have to get the fucking sugar demons out of them. Yeah. Yep. Time to get the sugar demons out. Like, you know, the the, the problem is because the symptoms are... Because the symptoms, even for 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 mental illness, are so poorly understood by so much of the world, you know, mental illness is one of those things that can still be sort of looked on with this sort of mythical understanding, with the sort of mystic worldview, and so instead of looking at it and being like, well, you know, they've clearly got you know a disease and it needs to be treated as a disease and they need to be you know taken to a, a medical professional for treatment, instead it's like, well, fucking medical like mental problems. Dems be demons. Yeah, exactly. And then they, like, can you imagine the horror of taking your child to somebody who's supposed to help and they murder your kid in front of you? Because that's what fucking happened. They just murdered this kid. It's like inviting
2: over the electrician and he burns your house down. Right. It's like, thanks, bro.
1: Thanks for lighting like, my house on fire. But you got to ask yourself, like, is this something that's worked for him before? Or did he make it up on the spot? Cause I can't think that it worked before Cecil. I can't think he's like, oh yeah, standard day at the office, you know, force I, fed I, a seventeen year old girl salt water. I think salt water actually
2: just goes right through you. I think your body just like like shoots it right through you. I don't think you can I mean you can clearly get fucked up by it, but I actually think he drowned her. Like the way it sounds from the reading of that article, he fucking choked her. He basically waterboarded her with salt water, forced her to drink it, she couldn't drink it, she choked on it and died. Cause they talk about her turning blue and dying. So I actually think he fucking asphyxiated her. You know, I'm not a fucking whatever. What are those guys a uh, autopsy people what a corners?
1: <laughs> I'm not an autopsy maker. That's what it says on their cards. Person? Like when they
2: get the like card, the- it's a really long. You know, it's funny cuz they put their name and their card, their business card actually has to be longer than normal because it says autopsy person right yeah, after. I'm
1: the- <laughs> you can trust me. I'm the autopsy person. Wait a minute. I don't think that's the official title. By my, my work uh business
2: cards, say computer person. On them, I'm so. just the computer person. I'm that's just like the, the computer old fixing like, person.
1: Like the old people at work who like instead of calling IT, they're like, Can you get the computer guy over here? <laughs> computer guy, I love that. And he's like, like a guy made a computer. Right? So that's, that's always it. what I picture. It's like somebody like walks with like, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: he's like a transformer. Along
0: <laughs> with
1: this story comes from nbcnews.com uh 29 boys killed as boko haram attacks Jesus. boarding school in 29?
2: nigeria
1: yeah fuck Yup. yeah this story is just a fucking horror show Gunmen from islamic islamist i'm sorry group boko haram stormed a boarding school in nigeria overnight killed 29 pupils uh, from the story, some of the students' bodies were burned to ashes. Uh, fuck. That's you. You look at you, you read through this story, Cecil, and I think the 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 part of it that is particularly telling, at least to me, is that uh, the militant group whose name means Western education is sinful. Now we've we've had stories. I've we've looked at stories and we've decided not to cover them in the past. Um, when shit would go down because the political situation over there is so complex, right? So, right. but I mean, really, when the when the name of your militant group <laughs> is Western education is sinful, right? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, there's there's not a lot of mixed messages there. <laughs> it's not like this is a
2: complex political situation. No, it's a. You're, I mean, they're clearly they have a stance. And what what it strikes me the most is. Is Western education so sinful that the only punishment is death that if you learn like there's no way to take that person and say, OK, well, they learned a little bit of Western stuff and that's really sinful. Let's see if we can fix them in some way in some weird fucking crazy Islamic way that we're going to do it. Instead, it's like that person is lost forever. I'm just going to fucking murder them. That's what you do. That's your choice. That's fucking column A in this. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, at some point, I mean, look at this picture, Cecil. Like, this is picture. He levitating I, that gun. Is that gun levitating? It's actually pretty funny because it looks like the guy in charge is like, okay, okay, calm down. Calm down. I know we just killed 29 people. And the guy oh, over no. to the right has his head in his hands. He's like, I can't believe I joined this cult. Oh, man. Like, what was I thinking? This is the worst Boy Scout troop ever. <laughs> They give badges for really weird stuff. Yeah, I got my merit badge and burning a school down. Oh no! <laughs> like it's just, but the badge is like the badge is actually really clever. You know, it's like a little burning school and these little flaming pupils running out it. You, you got to start
2: it. the fire without any matches. It's difficult. It's difficult to That's, get that badge.
1: It is tough. It's yeah. tough. You got because it takes a long time with that primitive bow thing. Yeah, man. You, know, you just got to stand the there, school. And right? You got
2: all your buddies around you blowing on
1: it, like right? They're blowing like, on it, the embers kids come out like what you doing no no, no go back inside the no, school yeah. it's gonna, this <laughs> is gonna to take go some time in. you know it should say like western education is effective and that's why we don't like it yeah you know i mean because really what's the problem with western education what is because there's there's a problem here there's a problem for in, in their minds that it's so great like western education is so dangerous it, you would not murder 29 children Oh, my God. You wouldn't murder 29 children anyway. Like, just nobody would do that except for a horrible, evil human being. But nobody would do that if they did not think that there was something larger at stake, something something just of vital fucking importance. And the thing that's of vital importance here is that, you know, it's what their group says. Like, Western education is sinful. Western education threatens to destabilize and depose their entire way of life. You, can, right. you simply can't have. They are incompatible. They're right, Cecil. They are absolutely right. Western education is incompatible with this worldview.
3: Museveni in Uganda, yesterday Monday, uh, went ahead and signed the anti-homosexuality bill into law there. Yes. Now, I disagree with, uh, significantly with parts of that
2: law. But what's, what is really interesting is that this uh, man in a small, poor country— was willing to stand up to the powers of the earth
3: and go along with the will of his people to say we are not going to allow this homosexual agenda to proceed in our country. And But almost everywhere else you're seeing uh, people running scared at these uh, terrible bullies uh, that, uh, that operate under the guise of victims uh, in the LGBT community. They're the worst bullies in the world, and everybody is afraid of them except a few of us who are willing to take the slings and arrows uh, because we feel responsible for, for uh, standing for the truth. So
1: this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Scott Lively, anti-gay revolution needed to stop demonic conspiracy to homosexualize the world. Scott Lively said yesterday that a global satanic conspiracy is homosexualizing the world, and only a revolution of gay rights opponents can stop it. Um yeah, I mean I think that that's accurate actually. I think you know the 4 to 7% of the population that's homosexual. That's that's it. I mean it's fucking done. Like it's that is the home the world has been homosexualized except for 93 to 96% of 96% the world. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> All those people are still straight. But, right. And they're going to be straight and they're yes. going to continue being straight. Yes. Except for those people that are homosexual, right. who have taken over, have clearly taken over the world. You know, it's funny because talking about demonic <clears> conspiracy, <throat> that would mean that that hell is gay. Would would hell be like completely immaculate and like smell of cocoa butter and lavender? Like, I mean, what would hell be like? then? well decorated,
1: like everybody's like, super buff, right? Around. You go down <laughs> you know, to hell, all and their their shirts like, off. Like, you're like, wow. I don't know you if could. you
2: couldn't see me when I did that, but I sort of straightened up and. Stuck you, my arms out a little when I walked. I was pretending you got, to walk there.
1: You got the buff the buff. I did. Walk. I, I, that's
2: my buff walk, which is that's, totally different than my slouched sitting position. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mine isn't any different. My fat bulbous right. like blobule sitting position that I normally sit in is very different than my buff walk.
1: I just pour myself into the nearest chair and hope for the best. That's all. Yeah, I know. I, I right.
2: The, the chair eventually just melts right off me. Like it just like like eventually the, the chair will disintegrate and I'll need a new chair. They'll have to hella lift me onto the because any one of those tel- those helicopters with the two blades to actually <laughs> lift me up like big giant straps. It's like they're putting, a, you know, one of those fucking 60 ton air conditioners in a high rise downtown. That's what they have to do to put me in a chair. I'm like growing into my chair
1: actually like I'm melding
2: and you need like a complex winch system it's a series of winches and pulleys what would a, what would a homosexual hell be like and I think a homosexual hell would be this guy's ideal world right his ideal world is Uganda if you listen to what this guy has to say and as you go down these these uh SoundCloud files they're only about a minute long so work your way down the page and as you get to the last one he starts praising the people from Uganda for their strong stance against homosexuality, he's like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't agree with everything from that bill. Oh, like the fucking murdering or fucking imprisoning of homosexuals, but I, you know, I think they're really taking a strong stance against homosexuality. You're a fucking jagoff, is what you are. If you think, uh, if you think Ugandan's law about what they're doing to homosexuals has any merit whatsoever, you're an asshole. You're an asshole, and you're not just a regular asshole. You're a dangerous asshole.
1: You know, I I read this, and one of the things that occurs to me, Cecil, is like, these people can't really believe in actual heaven or hell. I really, I, like, part of me thinks that this is the case. Because if you really believed in actual heaven and hell, and I really believed, Cecil, that, that somebody who's performing an act that has no effect on me. So it's not hurting me. It's not hurting right, my kids. Right. But it's it's against God's law, and they're going to go to hell. There's no incentive for me to punish them now, right? Like, that shit's like, I, that's one thing to me I would be like, I don't have to worry about that. God's going to take care of it. It's fucking, at this point, it's like, I'm going to put that in the none of my business pile. Right? It's none right. of my business. I believe in hell. They're going to go to hell. God will take care of it. I just don't need to worry about this one. Like, this is like, this should be like, if you really are like, if you really are a devout religious believer, I I actually think homosexuality would be like one of those things that you could, that you could wipe your brow about and be like, Oh God, that I don't need to sweat. That's covered. Like there's all these other issues that I, that I need to worry about these other things that, that have an impact on the life of myself in this world that affect my ability to to, to live a righteous life. And that's the only thing that matters. If you believe in heaven or hell, I would think is like, I have to lead a righteous life because you know, eternity and so forth. But if you really think that it'd it'd be like saying like dad's coming home in an hour and he's going to punish you for breaking that vase. But before he gets here, I'm going to punch you in the face. Well, Why? Dad's going to punish me in an hour when I get home. Yeah, well, I still feel the need to punch you in the face. I still feel the need to punch you in the face cuz I'm really gay.
2: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I hate myself. That's it. It's 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 amazing though the kind of vitriol that you can still spout about homosexuality. I want to read part of the transcript here. This guy uh he he says dem- it's that gay rights is a demonic Push to bring back the to bring about the last days. This is a moral issue of the end times. It's clearly a spiritual phenomenon. In the space of just fifty years, this movement has gone from being illegal. Homosexual sodomy uh, was illegal in every country in the world except Sweden, legalized it in 1938, and now a tiny group of people, he says, one to two percent of the population, has the power and in the legisl- legislatures and the courtrooms of the world more than the Christian church does. And I think to myself, I'm like, man, we went from homosexual, homosexuality being illegal in all over the world to where we're at now. And I'm thinking, fucking win. Yeah, that's right? fucking awesome. That's great. That's a, that's something you should be fucking proud of. Be like, yeah, you know what? You don't get to fucking go to jail for it anymore. That's awesome. Because how the fuck were you? How in the world was that law even enforced before? What what could you how could you possibly enforce that law other than invading someone's privacy? It doesn't even make any sense. It's like it's like, yeah, we went from the world of big brother, like paying attention to what you did in your bedroom to not paying attention. How is that not a win for all of the people?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I think clearly like the idea here is that people don't deserve privacy, like they don't deserve to have Private sexual lives, that the sexual lives—and I think that the, the way to police this, Cecil, is that all people should be videotaped having sex at all times. Right. And right. then it should just be posted to, like, this guy's web page so he can watch it <laughs> <Right>. and decide <laughs> and if decide you're fucking your not. wife or your spouse or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, if you're—as yeah. long as you're doing it, you know, the way he likes to see it. They say that I uh, make the contention that gays caused the Holocaust. This is wrong. I've been very clear in my writings and everything I've said that the Nazi Party is responsible for the Holocaust. But how did the Nazi Party come into being? The Nazi Party, ladies and gentlemen, was formed in a gay bar in Munich. And historians agree that Hitler's earliest enforcers, the stormtroopers, the brown shirts, were almost without exception homosexuals. So it was homosexual thugs that helped Hitler to form the Nazi Party. In other words, no homosexual thugs, no homosexual brown shirts, no homosexual stormtroopers, no Nazi Party. So this next story comes from the Progressive Secular Humanist blog, also at Patheos. Ugandan Minister for Ethics and Integrity says men raping girls is natural. Gah. The right Reverend Father Simon Lokodu, the current state minister for ethics and integrity in Uganda, The irony title claims men raping girls is natural and seems to imply heterosexual rape is morally preferable to consensual homosexual activity. He doesn't seem to imply that. That's exactly what is being (laughs) said. Like, that is it. Um, You know, it. it, Fuck. What? Yeah. I don't. I just don't see. So I just can't like. How do you say this? Like, how do you say, like, it's the right kind of child rape?
2: Is it is it that hard to get a minister for ethics and integrity to go on the record as condemning child rape? I guess it is.
1: Like, if there's ever a time in your job where you're like, I got this one. I've got this one. Wait a minute. (laughs) Somebody, somebody lobbed me a softball like it's fucking Tuesday afternoon and somebody asked me a question about when you can rape children. Like somebody, somebody in the room said, is there a doctor in the room? And you stood up. Right, I am the fucking doctor. Yes, I can save this person. I have got this shit. I do this fucking all day. No (laughs) problem. It's somebody like, ah. But it is the right kind of child rap. You, you are all the fired. Like how can this? How what? Like his boss I'll is just like. I'll show myself out, right? <laughs> and, and like, how does your performance review next year go? Oh, You're yeah. Like, um. Okay. So as far as ethics and integrity is concerned, uh, those are the two principles we're going to go ahead and uh, base yeah, this yeah. review on. This
2: was 95% of your your, uh, your workload because the other 5% was other duties
1: as assigned. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah some some light admin, some clerical. Yeah. You had to do answer the phones. Right. So you got, uh, let's talk about the ethics side. I'm going to go ahead and say you uh, don't appear to have any so that's <laughs> you know you're
2: doing really well until you good. talked about the child rape last year i don't know if you remember that with Stephen fry there was a child rape you remember that you said right kind yeah you said right kind
1: of child rape yeah you're fired yeah well the, yeah i know that you qualified it um to identify the right but what you have to understand is that um you can't use those words together <laughs> that's not you just it's like can't.
2: saying there's a right kind of genocide. I'm right, saying, exactly. Yeah, but it's the,
1: it's, it's the right kind of genocide. It's yeah. the one where we're
2: killing Jews. So that's it's the totally right kind of genocide. It's, it's the good kind of...
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, Cecil, like, it's the right kind... Like, you, like, I'm trying to... Like, as we're talking, like, I'm trying to make a joke by, like, adding hyperbole to it. Like, it's yeah. the right kind of... <laughs> you the, can't do it! Because the worst thing I can think of is, like, it's like, what's the right kind of... Fuck, what is actually worse? <laughs> everything else is... <laughs> it's like, everything else is like... It's just sort of like on par. It's like, what's well, it the right thing. It comparison. Of,
2: oh. It all pales in comparison. And I think, you know, this sort of goes back to, I think, the previous story, right? Because clearly the guy in the previous story was talking about Uganda and how Uganda sort of is this group of people that are standing up to the homosexuals, standing up against homosexuals. And, you know, I feel like... If you're going to be that guy, if you're going to be that guy who says Uganda's doing the right thing, then you've got to be okay with child rape. Yep. Then I think you've got to be on board and say, well, as long as it's a guy raping a girl, then that's natural. Then that's okay. That's a a thing that, you know, hey, look, it's a man and a woman, and that's what God wants. And, you know, look— That's just the way things are going to be. I think you've got to be on board with it if you're cool with Uganda. And I think that, you know, more than anything, this is a telling way to say, you know, look, this is what Ugandans believe. Because this is the guy,
1: this is the guy who's shaping their ethics and integrity. And, you know, this is the direct result of Christian missionary work, of evangelical Christian missionary work. Like, that's where this comes from. Like, this is all, this is a fucking export. That's what this is. This mindset is the result of the export of this hateful fucking worldview. I mean, that really is like where this comes from. It doesn't come from anywhere else. That is specifically where this comes from. It's like, you know, the evangelicals are are recognizing that they're losing the cultural battle, the larger cultural battle here in the States and across Western Europe and really across like like the Western educated world, for example, like they're losing the cultural battle and they're going to continue to lose. Like there's not going to be, we're never going to, we're never going to roll back our rights. We're never going to say like, Oh yeah, we're going to start discriminating again. Like that's not going to happen. That's just not how this shit works. So you have, they have to find new places to, to try to evangelize to because they're trying to build a utopia. Well, nice fucking utopia you built when the ethics dude is like, it's natural for men to rape girls. It's fucking not natural for people to rape any people. Like, there is no natural, like, there's no natural pecking order to raping people.
2: The only thing Uganda has in common with Utopia is they both start with you. <laughs> right? That's, <laughs> that's as close as you get.
0: You're all
2: dead. Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God, what's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. Mm-hmm.
1: So, this next story comes from the Telegraph. Arizona passes law allowing shopkeepers to refuse to serve gay people. Now, um, this law was actually vetoed um, by the uh, governor, uh, Jan Brewer. She vetoed the law. The law passed. So, it passed the House, it passed the Senate in Arizona, went to the governor. The governor vetoed it. Um, Fucking good. I'm glad the governor vetoed it. Like, that's a, you know, but the reason that the most of the reasons that I heard cited, incidentally, for the veto were economic reasons. Yeah, you know, a lot of people were concerned that they were going to lose like the Super Bowl. I think I yep. think they're up for the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, next year. And McCain was talking about tourism.
1: Yeah, uh, and you know, I mean, and rightfully so because like people will look at that and say like, well, this is not a state. Like, and Arizona's like a it, it, that that's a state that people retire to. Like, that's yeah, that's a that's a move to Arizona state. You know, that's that's just one of those places. Like Florida, like yeah. it's just it's a state people eventually move to and that's that's part of how their economy works is betting on that like well being and then able they also would have people.
2: had to supply state provided shirts with the red letter lgbtq on it and it was really hard to get all those embroidered <laughs> on one shirt and it costs a lot of money that embroidery is not cheap
1: well and so nobody was willing to do it everybody just was refused service. So everybody,
2: essentially there was just no way to go around this bill they couldn't force those people to wear those shirts and
1: but Cecil so it's an interesting law that uh in, and i think you and i kind of wanted to talk that You know, the problem is not solved. It's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. It's a good thing that this law was vetoed. I wish they had been vetoed because it was abhorrent and, you know, morally despicable. Um, But I'm also I I have to say that I'm kind of glad that the economics are clearly pointing out that laws like this are not beneficial. You know, if if you can't stop bigotry through ethics, you know, like if you can't get your fucking Ugandan ethics minister on board, then maybe money will talk. Maybe maybe we'll just, maybe this shit, eventually people will just say, look, this is a, this is a fucking losing proposition. We are going to lose money. Maybe people who care so little about the rights of other people will fucking care about their checkbook instead. Because if you can't get them to give a shit about humans, maybe you can get them to give a shit about their bank account.
2: So we're going to take a short break, give you some information on how to contact and donate to the show, and we'll be back right after this.
0: If you would like to contact the show, visit the website dissonancepod.com for the links to the Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, and email accounts. You can also call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Did you know that you can become a patron of the show? Go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash dissonance pod. And you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you don't want to donate money, please take a moment to give us a good review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or tell a like-minded friend about the show. So to everyone who supports the show, Glory Hole, you fucking rock.
1: So this story comes from The Raw Story. Pro-life Virginia senator values rights of fetus over those of host, which some refer to as "mothers." Virginia State Senator Steve Martin declared that mothers are merely a child's host on Facebook. Um, he did take that down and revise it incidentally, but God, people are so stupid with their Facebook accounts. These people need
2: to learn how to use Facebook. <laughs> I'm always in shock. Uh, these people like, like I would not be surprised if this guy tweeted a pic of his genitals. Like I would just be like, yeah, that's just, that's just, he just does not understand social yeah. media. And at he's all. gonna be like, I
1: took it down.
2: <laughs> yeah. I took
1: it down. I don't know why it just didn't go away. Like, right? Mm. Yeah. What he actually said. So I just want to read it so that it's not out of context. He said, quote, right. well, However, once a child does exist in your wound, in your womb, I'm not going to assume a right to kill it just because the child's host." And then, in parentheses, some refer to them as mothers. Doesn't want it, so it's not like not like anybody's taking this out of context, right? Like, right? He is the one specifically devaluing, you know. And I, I want to talk about the language I think that that he's using here because I think the language is the most important part, and the language I think does matter. Um, I think when you refer to a woman as the host for a child, um, rather than an expectant mother, for example, or just a woman—just using the word "woman," like, because that would have also fit just fine. Um, instead of child's host, what you're what you're doing is is basically calling women factories. You're saying that the reason that you exist as a human being, the reason that you exist, is to produce progeny. You are a housing unit. You are a biological factory. You are a a host for this developing human. And that's all that you exist for. You don't exist. You exist as a breeding machine. And you, as an individual, you're so unimportant that you no longer have agency. You no longer even get to be named independently. You are now named as a subordinate to the child that you are uh, gestating. Fuck. Fuck. That is that is a worldview that is impossibly misogynistic. You, you got you wind
2: up getting a lot of shit because of uh, you said is a woman a host, you know, and then a bunch of people were like, yeah, she is. And, you know, there are a couple definitions out there that say a parasite is a um an organism that feeds off another organism. And then there's other ones that say that it's a species, different species has to be different species, et cetera. But people were kind of saying, yeah, semantically. Yes. And that's, I think missing the point. I think the point here is that he's clearly like you say, devaluing women by saying that they're hosts. But the weird thing, I think the weirdest thing for me, Tom is that if he considers women hosts and babies parasites, why is he not okay with abortion? Like, Part of me thinks if you're going to talk about it in a scientific sense like that, why wouldn't we be, you know, why would you suddenly have such a such a uh, I don't know, want to want to protect the parasite in that situation? It feels like you're not only devaluing the mother, you're devaluing the baby, too. You're devaluing the thing that's inside of her as well with the language that you're choosing to use, which is clearly the wrong kind of dumb language to use in the first place, but
1: you're, you, you don't
2: even understand
1: your own, your own devaluing. Yeah. I, right. I mean, you're, you I totally agree with that, man. Like by choosing this language, um, I mean, you, you're, you're purposely creating a false remove as if you were not born of a mother as well. Like as if you were not a parasite. I mean, just cause a parasite emerges from its fucking host. Doesn't mean it's not a parasite anymore. It's just a parasite that is no longer within its host. So, right. so he's a fucking parasite, right? I mean, we all are by this same crazy, right. cracked, lunatic logic. all vagina bursters, right? Exactly. <laughs> like this is not. It's just not a useful way to have a conversation about 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 like what it means to be human, and like if that's if the abortion conversation is not a conversation about what does it mean to be human, when does our humanity begin When is it important to call ourselves human when do we have this conversation about what is the value of of humanity what is the value of life if that 's not if that's not part of the conversation, if instead we're going to create this sort of false remove and we're going to say like some call them mothers. Yeah. You know who calls them mothers? All people across the the world. All the people. Yeah. You know, cause that's nobody here. Didn't come from one. Like it's a fucking (laughs) stupid thing to say. Like would this guy, would this guy honestly, would he like, would he say like, Hey host, when he goes home for fucking Thanksgiving dinner, And his fucking mom is there, and she's like, oh. Not, she, not just because she's the host of Thanksgiving right. dinner, though. No, right. I
2: mean, like, totally different. Yeah. yeah. I us say it's a, at Aunt Susie's house. Right. Stuff. There you go. <laughs> well, I, I thought that the, that the point of the church was to worship God, and the boy
1: fucking was just incidental.
3: No, it's just the other way around. The point of the church is the boy fucking. All the other stuff is just busy work. So
1: this story comes from the Raw story. Church officials blame Minnesota mom for not protecting sons from priests who abused them. Uh, Minnesota mother says the Catholic church officials are blaming her for not protecting her two sons from the priest who who abused them. Uh, This priest, by the way, clearly looks crazy (laughs) in this picture. (laughs) Yeah, he looks like he's... Intently
2: staring at the person who's taking his mugshot, that's for sure.
1: He looks like he's sizing that person up to see how much <laughs> of that person will fit in his freezer later. No, he's looking, he's like, There's a paperclip on
2: the desk. I think I could take it. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: so this is fucking ridiculous. Like the the response to her lawsuit, the response, the archdiocese response was she was aware of the time spent with oh. Mr. Uh, Weimer, and she knew that such interaction was contrary to established archdiocese policy.
2: That can't be fucking real, man. That's crazy to me that somebody would say it. It's, we are basically saying, look, you know what the snake was when you picked right. it up. <laughs> are Why? serious? Are we serious that we're basically going to have to put a fucking surgeon general warning on priests <laughs> from now on? Do not allow near children. Like, priests are suddenly more dangerous than x-rays to children. You know, they're just like, you know, but instead of wearing, like, a lead fucking vest, you got to wear locking pants around the priest, right? Like, that's, like, the fucking FDA has got to come out and be like, okay, we've got to figure out a way to, okay, so we wear lead vests for x-rays. Let's see, what can we do for, ah, we'll just put them in fucking, like, locking diapers until they're fucking 20 when they're around priests. Are you serious? What, are they fucking wild animals? (laughs) Like what do you I think it's like a fucking do you have to keep them in a cage when they're not given the sermon? These are human beings that you entrust with dozens if not hundreds of other people.
1: I think the way to do this, Cecil, is to put them in giant hamster balls. Like as soon as <laughs> they, they roll get there, they have to roll around all the time. Ah. <laughs> they roll down the aisle. In a big hamster ball? It's a,
2: it's a pain in the ass to do the to get the communion then, because they have to do the communion with those big rubber gloves right, sticking stick up,
3: out. Of out of the thing.
1: Thing. And they're just
3: like, here you go, body of Christ.
1: <laughs> they like roll down the aisle of the church in a little hamster ball The parsonage has just got like cedar chips instead of a... <laughs> <laughs> this way they can't abuse and the, and the thing is the communion is just like a little
2: pellet like it's like a little it's tiny just, like little just
1: like a little hard
2: green and pellet then, and then the the water
1: has like the ball bearing in the it ball, so you like,
3: the, the,
1: this is like the the communal wine It's like you have to get it from one of those like clicky clicky right. click and you have to like press your
2: face up against the ball bearing to get the dribble water in there <laughs>
1: The <laughs> worst part of the job is when you have to swing that incense thing because it's really... Oh, yeah. Like, it just, it fills, just fills the whole the ball, ball
2: full of smoke. Yeah, smoke. And it it's just, like, cool. rolls around. <laughs> you're like, I can't see anything. God, I'm
1: choking in here. We
2: lose more priests this way. I will say that he gets a good sound out of that. Yeah, thing, right. I mean, like, it reverberates around the whole audience. And you
1: just picture, like, all the kids, like, lining up and, like, bouncing a priest back and forth. Hey, stop <laughs> that.
2: He's rolling around. <laughs> The only other thing I can think of is if you put them in shock collars. Right. right? So like they, come, they come near a child by themselves. The, the collar just goes off to incapacitate them until somebody else can come around. It sets up an alarm. It's like a car alarm and a shock collar. So it basically puts them completely on the ground, shaking, and, and an alarm goes off until another adult is
1: nearby. Right. Yeah. It's like it doesn't sense like somebody over the age of 18. Like yeah. it, just,
2: <laughs> it just goes
1: off. It just immediately whoop, goes off.
2: Whoop, whoop. Beow, beow.
1: Uh, we have a priest in the building. Yeah. That's, uh, we have a priest <laughs> in the building. You can just like put everything on lockdown all the time.
2: I mean, seriously, if this is your fucking defense, then these things are not fucking that far off. I, mean, I know. I mean, really, because you're basically saying like, like priests are fucking, they're contestants in The Running Man. Right. Right. It's just I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, oh, man, you know, like like every priest is like an escaped convict.
1: Well, like and how does the conversation work? It's like, hey, lady, you let your kids be alone with them. It's like the counter argument is that is, yes, but I didn't think he was going to rape them. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I let—I mean, I leave I leave my son in the care of other people from time to time with the assumption that nobody's going to rape him. Right. Right. Like that's a pretty rational assumption what the fuck you can't just be like well come on lady he's a priest what'd you think he was gonna do
2: and and you know how absurd is this fucking idea right we look at this and we're like are you fucking kidding me that you're gonna say this out loud but this is a common defense that people use all the time in rape cases i mean constantly they're just like oh come on you knew the guy was a guy and he had a penis i mean come on you know so constantly this sort of this sort of logic is touted all the time when it comes to, you know, a rape case. So this is just no different. It's just saying, well, come on. You know, he was a priest. You knew those guys just play those kids like the fucking banjo. Right? So, uh, well,
1: you know, that's, it's based on that, like that, that fucking really obnoxious and offensive assumption that all men are sexual predators at heart, like yeah. that there's nothing that like that. It's only opportunity. Right. Because this only speaks to opportunity. Oh, God! right? This speaks to one thing and it's opportunity, so they're basically saying, like, "Hey, you gave them the opportunity um so it, it really is saying like all men are all men are sexual predators, and if you give them the opportunity, they're going to prey on whoever they can prey on and that's it you, know you know
2: what sucks about this, I think the most is like is like because of this sort of stigma that exists, I can't take my nephews with me camping alone, yeah. Oh, that's you true. You know what I mean? Like yeah. because because I, it would be weird. People would be like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Like wh- you're taking your nephews out alone. Your fucking four and eight year old nephew are gonna go. What what's going on there? Yeah, I'm taking them camping. Right. You know, but but instead, it's like because this stigma exists. We, we I mean, I, it's that is a fucking that's a no brainer.
1: There's no way I would do that. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, it, it's not worth it. It's not worth like the, the the weird looks that you would get or the, you know, the potential. I mean, wh- you know, I, I mean, I'll be honest, like I've got a seven year old, but like if I saw like a strange kid like in the mall or something like run up to me, I would help that kid, but I won't touch him. In fact, there was a time here in my neighborhood when I moved in and I, I know I told you this story. There was a little kid who'd like fucking pulled some Houdini shit and like got out of his house. Got out of pre- the house. Yeah, yeah I remember. It. Yeah. it was a pre-verbal kid in a diaper walking down the sidewalk. There was no adult around. And I got out of my car and I stood around and I made sure the kid didn't walk into the street. And I looked for an adult, you know, that would own the kid. Yep. And but I did. Uh, There's no way I was going to pick that kid up. There's no and way. It, I was and it would have been
2: totally kid. different for a woman to do that. Oh, like a woman In would have that kid right up, up, swoop him right up, walk him somewhere. Yeah. You know, a, a woman with two young boys somewhere camping. Yeah. Again, not an issue. Yep. You know that. Sure. Those people would probably think I'm the boy's father, right, if they didn't know any better. And they probably, you know, clearly people probably thought the same thing with here, right? Like this is the boy's father. He was their father but in a different way. Right. You know, (laughs) clearly, you know, there's – there's a – You either have to be related, I think, or, you know, you just wouldn't have because I certainly wouldn't ask my sister-in-law if I could take their boys camping.
1: You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So this story comes from OpposingViews.com. Representative Paul Brown vows to vote only for biblical laws. Um, Representative Paul Brown, a Republican from Georgia, uh, is running for the U.S. Senate, promised voters last Saturday he will only vote for laws based on Judeo-Christian biblical principles. <laughs> if somebody can explain to me what that means. Oh, I got I you, okay. gotcha, Tom. I got gotcha.
2: you. Okay. I can. Yes. Good. So I found on Wikipedia there's 613 commandments in the Old Testament, and I want to read a couple if you don't mind. All right, do it. So now a couple of these are okay. I mean, I think some of these are okay, like not to embarrass others. Leviticus 19.17 is not to embarrass others. Not to oppress the weak is one, Exodus 22.21. Uh, not to speak derogatorily of others, Leviticus nineteen sixteen. Not to take revenge, nineteen eighteen. Not to bear a grudge, nineteen eighteen. And then they start getting a little weird. Like here's one: it's like not to erect a pillar in a public place of worship, <laughs> <Deuteronomy> sixteen twenty two. <laughs> not to bow down before a smooth stone, Leviticus na- twenty six one.
1: wait, 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 wait. Slow down, slow down. Because I was with you for the first half dozen there.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, they were pretty good, weren't they? Yeah, but, no, the the a pillar, dude, you can't do that in a public place. So the place Washington of Monument is no good. clearly not a good idea okay. and you can't bow down before it cuz it's smooth. oh So fuck. you can't no matter what you do. And also, you can't plant a tree in a temple courtyard according to Deuteronomy Deuteronomy 20 or 16:21. You also can't mutter incantations. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy I can't pronounce that for I say I want to say Deuteronomy just um, say it,
1: Deuteronomy. Deuter- I, like I like it. I like that it better I like it, 1811.
2: Now, now we get a little weird when we start getting near the end here. Well, not near the end because I still have hundreds to go, but I, I only went up to 150. So um, here's one. A widow must not remarry until the ties with her brother-in-law are removed.
1: Whoa. Another one is the
2: rapist must marry the victim. If unwed, that's Deuter- Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. 22, 29, but then there's a whole bunch in a row, and I'm not going to read where they're from. They're all, a lot of them are from Leviticus, actually. I think all of these are from Leviticus. I'm going to read them right in a row. Not to have sexual relations with your mother. Not to have sexual relations with your father's wife, which I thought was your mother. Not to have sexual relations with your sister. Not to have sexual relations with your father's wife's daughter, which, again, I think is your sister. (laughs) (laughs) Not to have relations with your son's daughter, which I think is your granddaughter. Not to have sexual relations with your daughter. Not to have sexual relations with your daughter's daughter. Again, your granddaughter. Not to have sexual relations with your woman and her daughter. You can't do that. I've seen so many porns with that. Come on. Not to have sexual relations with the woman— and her son's daughter not to have sexual relations with a woman and her daughter's daughter not to have sexual relations with your father's sister your mother's sister your brother's your father's brother's wife your son's wife your brother's wife your wife's sister not to have sexual relations with an animal not to have sexual relations a woman must not have sexual relations with an animal a man can't have sexual relations with another man not to have sexual relations with your father, your father's brother, somebody else's wife, or a menstrually impure woman. That's all in a row. Wow. <laughs> you can't fuck anything. <laughs> <laughs> you literally can't fuck anything. I love that they have to list. They're like, it's not just your mother. It's your father's wife. So those hot stepmom porns, that's Done. totally wrong. Yeah, that's against gonna... Leviticus
1: 8, 188, like mad. Man. I, you know, like, when it says, like, you can't have sex with your daughter, it's like, did you have to write that down? Yeah, did somebody have to write that shit down? <laughs> like, somebody said, like, oh, man, that's a good one, Bob. Write you know, that one down. You clearly priests
2: need to know that, yeah.
1: though. Oh, man. Yeah. We got we to gotta get that. Get him out of his hamster wheel. We're going to let him. <laughs> Whatever you get to Actually, leave him in his hamster wheel. <laughs> Just press a i don't know just
2: press a porn up against the the, the cover or whatever i just it's so funny, and there's so many more i mean there's a there's a bunch of these not to eat uh ripened grains from the new grain before the omer i don't even know what that why means. are you saying those words i don't even know. there's six hundred and thirty they're all crazy, and this guy would vote for every one of these yes, and the funny thing is is it's like it's like this is a commandment right this is a this is a commandment not to have sexual relations with a menstrually impure woman. That's a command. Is that something this dipshit would sign into law? Be like, oh, well, it passes the fucking three C's or four C's. Right. There also, we the go. the four C's that describe who I am. Are you a fucking, are you a, like a student in Mrs. Johnson's 10th grade speech class? I know.
1: I mean, seriously. <laughs> the four C's that describe who I am. I love when people do stuff like that because it's like, you know what? I'm so simple minded. I can be boiled down into four words. <laughs> like, oh. <"Whoa." laughs> Wow. Hey, way to go there. cocksucker. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, Well done. Way not to be complex. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's phenomenal. Um, You know, it's funny because it's like I read this and I'm like, well, what would you do about the farm bill? You know, like if there's not you just he's not even like allowed to vote for it. He can't vote yay or nay. He's fucking hamstrung. Yeah. Because there's no gun. there's clearly no guns in the Bible. Right. And and the and the Bible is really contradictory about violence and about like I mean, weaponry, right? What this
2: means is this guy is is basically saying, you know, I mean, obviously we're fucking playing around here, but what this guy is basically saying is I am a I I understand the Bible and can interpret it to vote how I see fit and will yes, vote for your Exactly. Interests. Yeah. I mean, that's what he said because it, you know, clearly there's nothing in there about whether or not, you know, um, you know some of these crazy bills that are going with a budget for the fucking government or something you yeah, know right. Cl- clearly that's not a thing you're going to vote on fucking with your Christian ideals you're just going to be like okay well it fits my constituents that's what should be
1: one of your C's actually is constituents. yeah right why is that never anybody's C's like people are like yeah well here's some shit about me it's like well really maybe you could pay attention to me
2: So we're back uh, at the end of the show here. We're talking to Thomas from Atheistically Speaking and from Thomas in the Bible. Now, Thomas, I got to ask, like, do you get these sort of like late night phone calls from the Bible now being like, Thomas, I know you're seeing David. I know you're seeing him. I'm seeing him behind my back. I know. Will he go down on you in the theater, Thomas? Will he go down on you in a
3: theater? (laughs) I you forget about me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I fucking love a Lance I'm not going to lie. I <laughs> love that album. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know this or maybe listeners of, of your show, um, of which there are so many, who may, might check out my my Bible uh, show or think that because I have this new show that I'm doing my show less. Uh, right. Au contraire. I have doing been the same doubling out. the fuck down on the Thomas and the Bible, and I've I've laid down like fifty goddamn episodes because I, I yeah I saw like they're just you're just pumping them out like crazy yeah no one's listening to them or anything but it's <laughs> they just go right into the air and just everyone's like oh I listened to it back when he did like one a month but I'm not gonna listen to this no. Um, I, I looked at my schedule and realized I had fallen so far behind. So I, I picked the target date that was supposed to be the end date the whole time, which is um, next May, like May, 2015. And I, (laughs) what is it like a... Like an apocalyptic uh, prediction. Um, Jeez. and That's yeah, an the apocalyptic 21st?
1: prediction if you fucking finish the Bible by your end date. <laughs> exactly. It's not going to fucking happen.
3: Yeah. I No, I, I laid out the whole schedule, and I realized I have to do about one every three days in order to get that done, Holy so I've been doing shit. it. Holy shit. Yeah, I've been doing That's it. That's a
1: lot of bibling. I mean, I That's can't. That's a lot of bibling, my it friend.
3: Exactly one every mm. three days, but if I get behind, I put out two and you know, like catch up just because of schedule wise. But but another let, that you, let me ask you: Are you into it at this point? Like, have you? You
1: know, sometimes it takes a
3: while to get into a book. Oh yeah. You
1: know, I like to give the first <laughs> like I like, really three, love the four hundred pages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you really like? Are you into it? Like, do you just find like you're like reading through the Bible and like you do that thing where you're reading a really great book and you look up and like couple of hours have passed and you're sort of disoriented. Oh, yeah. Like, wow, I'm man, all that curled was curled
3: up just with the right.
1: Yeah. Like well, your fucking cup of chamomile tea, like covered in like nine cats. I'll tell and, you, the, like, it's about the opposite because rug.
3: I just had I just read what was supposedly what some famous poet. I forget who called the best, you know, some of the g- greatest writing of all time. Uh, in the book of Job, which was the shittiest thing of all time where um it explained how uh,
2: it's the know, biggest thing of all time
3: <laughs> pretty much no no it's it's not quite as bad as all the ark talk like that's the yeah, that's no, the yeah, low bar the building bar. of the ark stuff the low is good. bar but job was close because it it's so repetitive and it it masqueraded under the the uh the idea that it was going to be like this complex theological thought but uh what <laughs> basically the conclusion that i believe you're supposed to come to is that good things don't always happen to good people and bad things can sometimes happen to good people because you need to be able to love God. Like even if he just treats you like shit and kills your family, you still need to be able to love him. Like the uh. devil comes in or Satan who actually it's curious. It's a curious fact. They don't do much introduction on Satan. They just say like, Oh, and then Satan came by and he, he was, has he tends to roam the earth and God's like, Oh, Hey Satan. Like there's no, there's no backstory in it's really weird. I had no idea. Um, because no, I, you
1: just haven't gotten to the prequel yet. The pre- <laughs> that's the thing. It's like yeah. the prequel oh, often comes after now. If it has Jar Jar Binks in, I'm
3: going to fucking, I've done. That's Satan. Yeah, that is. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> a fuck with Job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, and then right when you, you smash, you finish that book of Job, which you almost can say like, hmm, maybe there was some kind of thought happening here. And then you get to Psalms. And every single fucking psalm I've read so far, I've read about 30 um, because they're, they're pretty short, is, oh, God, please punish my en- enemies and reward me because I'm so good. And it's like, what what did I just read? I just read a bunch of stuff about how good things, bad things sometimes happen to good people. And now I have to read a bunch of prayers where you're like, please kill all my enemies because they're assholes and they're not me. And it's like, what what am I reading? What is the point of this? It's it's horrifying. <laughs> But anyway, I should. I want to talk about my other podcast more. Yeah, I want you to talk Fuck about your other podcast too. Um, yes, atheistically speaking, I we are really trying to talk about um, in a, in a very fair and detailed and nope, stop. What? Who's we? <laughs> David and I. Who's? was on the show. Yeah. Okay. David's a, an old friend of mine um, from college who who I contacted to do this show. Incredibly smart guy. He has actual knowledge. I have bullshit knowledge, but he has actual knowledge of philosophy and, and a degree in f- physics and philosophy. And, uh, he's a very smart guy and, and, uh, I, I really wanted to do the show with him because I knew that, you know, he'd actually pin down like my weird, crazy thoughts that may or may not be right. And a- could actually be able to tell me like that's stupid and that's not stupid pretty much. Um, cause otherwise I'm just left to uh, spiral out of control and, uh, I, huh. yeah. Um, yeah, we noticed that like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so it's a perfect balance cause I can tend to, tend to make things pretty funny, I think. And, and, but still we can both have a really, um, uh, conversations that I think need to have within atheism because it's, there's so much infighting, you know, it's, it's not that we all necessarily need to be united on every single thing, but uh we just want to get to the bottom of a lot of the issues that atheists have with one another. You know, there are just so many differences. Like the ones we kind of talked about yeah. already.
2: You know what it's it, on one of your first episodes, um you said, and I'm gonna paraphrase, but you said something like there's plenty of shows that say, Hey, look at this kid who got herpes from a rabbi. Ha ha ha, that makes me mad. What exactly do you mean by that, Thomas? <laughs> what, what do you mean by that? <laughs>
3: Is uh oh, oh? Don't tell me in this very show you had a story about like some kid getting herpes from a I bet <laughs> no, you had, you, had, like, you had like you had oh, We've done it before, but, uh...
2: Thomas. We've done that. That's not a joke that gets old. It turns no, out. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah,
1: I honestly. <laughs>
3: no,
2: he's this, is awesome. this is awesome. This is awesome.
1: He's so uncomfortable right now. If like if you could hear somebody be flustered and blushing oh, right oh, now, oh, that no, is exactly not what all. you're you, hearing.
3: You, you give me too much credit. I, I have no shame. <laughs> yeah, you're like, he's like I don't <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, honestly, I, I just don't. I was kind of cracking a joke about it because I always crack jokes, but I don't. I mean. You you guys in, like, Noah's show, you know, like, you got that covered. I don't think I could do any better job of making fun of—and uh, and, and just the sheer volume of religious news you were able to find. Like, I don't think I—I I, I had no interest in competing with that, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you, oh yeah. you guys have it covered. I'm not really—I don't want to get into that line we of business. We don't even want to read that religious news. Are you kidding me? <laughs> No, but also just your resourcefulness. You always have so many, you know, like I I just, I don't, I don't think I could do that. So I I really wanted to, I was of course cracking a joke about it, but I I really didn't want to be that kind of show because I think there are plenty of people doing a very good job at that. And I, you know, we wanted to sort of be doing something different. I think, I think we are, I hope we are.
2: So what's give give us a, like a couple show topics like so a couple things you talked
3: about? Okay, like uh, for one, oh we we did cover the atheist churches topic. Uh, that was a quick one. Um, like I alluded to in this episode, I mean whether or not atheists should gather, there are so many atheists who think like, oh you can't you can't gather, then you're just as bad as the religious. So it's like, well, no, not really. I, I don't I don't really think that's true. Um, yeah, I
2: mean, taking community, I mean, the idea that community is somehow inherently religious is ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be religious. It can be—a community can be sort of formed around anything. And just so happens that we all have this commonality that we want to form a community on.
3: What's the big deal? Exactly. I've said it a, a million times. The problem with religion is not church. And if you think it's church, then I think you're kind of missing the point. Like, you're you, there are people who might just be— so antisocial that they think the problem with religion is like, oh, they all get together or something. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know how that, <laughs> they they like, talk to each other. Yeah, and, I don't. Yeah. Why? If you replaced all the religious nonsense, you you just have a club, you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go. Club, right? <laughs> don't get me wrong. I would. I would never fucking go. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. ask you like, Maybe would you go
1: it, to a? Would you go to an atheist church? Like, is that something that you'd be interested in, um, or like, do you find community elsewhere?
3: Um, I'm I. I well, first off, I I think uh, we gave some very long answers answers to that in the episode that I probably will definitely won't have time to pollute your show with. So so check that. I think that was episode five. If you guys want if uh, your listeners might want to check that out. Um, but the short answer is um, I might. I started off the episode thinking I, I'm not interested mainly because football's on during church time. That's the main. Yeah. That's the oh, main yeah. drawback of. That's actually the only problem with religion. I'm I'm totally changing my tune. <laughs> It's completely. It's totally fine, except except the they way. have church during football. Like, what the fuck yeah. are they thinking? There's,
2: there was like a Saturday night church. Yeah, as, no problem. As long as there's no Saturday game, sure, sure. That's true. And yeah, you're not no. into college ball. Yeah, that's fine. Problem is, is that problem is, is that NFL now is like Monday, Thursday, sometimes Saturday and Sunday. That's, so really you don't
3: you don't have a lot of choice. It's the I mean, greatest Wednesday problem night? that there could ever be. It needs to be yeah. every fucking day. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> no, I, I'm just kidding. I, I think that it should not be during football. So that would be step one. If it wasn't during football and right. uh, I, I could see going, especially if they had like an interesting speaker, I like that. That's my favorite thing about the the little gatherings that I've seen, um, you know, just in the news. I haven't actually been to one, but they usually have like a scientist or somebody to do almost a TED type talk, you know, and that's really fascinating. I, I might be inclined to go. I, I'm not a very... Uh, I'm not a very social person. I'm kind of an introvert. I, I like to kind of hang out and do my, just with my Bible, you know, curled up with tea. Cats Bible. Lots of cats. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. really, I'm really, uh, I read the word. I'm really, uh, you know, that's that's I'm, I'm all about the word in my life. No. Um, so- it's just a single word. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you crack it open. You're like, there's more than one in here. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is
2: going to take much longer than I thought.
3: <laughs> they God always damn call it, it the word. Th- here I thought I could it's read a ruse. it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So, but, but I ended up that episode thinking like, well, oh, maybe I would want to go to this. I might have to check it out sometime if there are any in my area, but then I'm too lazy. And I forget. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, another episode, actually one that was really popular was discussing, um, someone wrote an article about atheism being a privilege for the wealthy. And yeah, that was highly freaking frustrating, but, um, But and I think that's maybe why the episode was so popular. Is a lot of people maybe saw that and thought like, yeah, this must be bullshit somehow. And our our goal is to try to. I mean, we discuss it, we we research and we we think a lot on these things. And maybe we'll be able to find. You know, maybe you'll disagree with us. And we also read a lot of comments where people might disagree or have different points on stuff. Uh, We just wanna we just wanna have a really the best discussion we can have. You know, and and we're not we're not. We don't have, like, a singular agenda per se, but sometimes we tend to agree on things, and there there are a few things that I do emphasize that I wish more atheists did believe. Like, for example, the church not being the problem with the religion thing. Like, I, I very much disagree with atheists who think that's true, and I – but – I don't. There aren't many things where I like go into it. I have an agenda. I want to try to like convince other people of it. You know.
2: Have you guys thought about doing a a show about atheism and
3: homosexuality and how they seem to be sort of allies right now? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, I we've alluded to that definitely, but that could. I mean. I think that would be one where I'd, I'd, I'd want to find someone, maybe a guest to come on and, and who, who could speak more about it than I could. I don't have tons of experience with that. But, yeah, that that's definitely well, the kind Well, you could just be stuff.
1: gay for a little while. Like, I mean, you could just try oh, that. Oh, I'll do that. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a choice. <laughs> I mean, it's just I'm just saying. I mean, I'm, not forever. Yeah, that oh, would be ridiculous. say that all the time. Yeah, they say that you could just, know, just be some, gay. You know,
3: sometimes journalists really need to get, you know, they need to go undercover. They need to get you know, into their story, you know? So is that what you're well, saying? You know,
2: I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you know, a great guest for that would be Greta Christina.
3: Oh, uh, sure.
1: <laughs> Hook me up. Don't you think, Tom? <laughs> yeah, I think she would do a killer job. I think she would be a really interesting, she's a very thoughtful person. So. Absolutely. You know, I, I,
3: I, 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 um, she, I'm not yeah, trying to, uh, exclude any. I mean, we're, we're still building the show and I, I, uh, I think it's, it's growing really fast. Um, I'm, I, yeah, I'm happy. I think any guest would, who would be willing to come on, I pretty much would have, <laughs> as long as they have something interesting to say.
1: Well, that precludes us, Cecil. Yeah. Oh yeah, you <laughs> got have something
3: interesting to say. <laughs> I sent That's you. A, not only did I not invite you guys, I sent you a non-invitation. Like this is, yeah. this is. You're not invited <laughs> to come on my show. I just yeah, want- I got that. I
1: RSVP'd. Thanks. Yeah, yeah.
3: That was. Please RSVP. Like that. <laughs> yeah, For,
1: that you're please not confirm coming. you will not be attending what you've not been invited to. No, I'd love oh, yeah. to have you guys I'll, on any time, man. I'll definitely not be there. That sounds. That sounds not great. So. <laughs>
3: Awesome. Yeah, we had we had Noah awesome. on. We had Jake on. I think they they've both you guys have both done stuff with with them. And uh, yeah,
2: we've done stuff with them for sure. Yeah, mostly yeah. gay
3: sex. But yeah, it's yeah, been no. That's good. what I meant. Yeah. That's yeah. All, That's a good you know. It's
1: funny. It's like it's like that pastor. Did you did you read about that pastor who's trying out atheism for a year?
3: Yeah, I I did yeah, see that's, that.
1: That's that strikes me as like like trying out the gay for a year. You know, like just or just for a short time. You know, just you just try out. How do you try out? What are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you try out? Atheism, like how can I don't you be a know. religious person who just I, tries it out? It's I not saw genes, that
3: headline. I didn't read the yeah. detail of it, so I don't know how much he said about it. But it, it, I imagine, it would be very difficult to do so earnestly. Like if you really, I mean, if you really believe something, I don't know how you can just okay. I am going to not believe that for an arbitrary length of time. That's I don't. I don't think I have that ability to like. Okay, I'm going to fundamentally change a belief just because I want to like it, it, yeah, I can change my mind if I you know read something or whatever, but the, the idea that you can just flip a switch and that that you and that you're really going to be living as an atheist, you know like i, I don't I, I'm skeptical, but I don't know i didn't I also didn't hear him explain it, maybe he explained it really well or something I don't know
1: no, he didn't oh, okay. no, <laughs> he's, <not laughs> really. yeah, he's
2: just like, I'm just not going to pray,
1: yeah, pretty,
3: pretty much church. He's like I'm, I'm
1: not going to go through the motions. Oh, and he I'm just sounds lazy me. then, yeah <laughs> I know right? Like I read the same thing, and I was like, that just that sounds kind of great. That
3: sounds like sounds like, like, then it it sounds like a guy who just wants to watch football yeah that to me. sounds I like I a lot of religious people <laughs> right yeah it, I'm just and, gonna, you know, not the, any of the effort for a year yeah it'd be like
1: if you were going to work and you're like, I'm trying out not I'm trying out homelessness <laughs> for a week. I'm like
2: trying. I'm just gonna.
3: I'm going to try. So what I'm going to do.
2: Masturbating at work for a yeah, week. Keep me. paying me.
3: Yeah. Keep paying me. I need yeah. my paycheck still, but I'm just going not, I'm to not. I'm not working for a year. That's just not. I'm
1: doing a social experiment in, in yeah. not working yeah. here yeah. anymore. So
2: I got to ask a question now. I've listened to several of your shows. Thomas from Th- Thomas and the Bible is a, is a very different show because it's a, it's a one man show and you are. Trying to be funny. What about this show? Like, what's the level of humor that people can expect? Is it going to be a different level? Is it? Oh, is it's it definitely some, a different
3: level. I mean, we are we mainly have serious discussions. To be honest, um, I cannot help but inject humor into things. It's sure, just kind of sure. how I, I, you know, it's in my hardwiring, and I'm actually. I think both me and David are pretty pleased with it because he's very much not funny. He's <laughs> he will freely admit it. He, he, oh, he's, no. he said it, no, I don't mean it any bad. Like he honestly he's one of those guys that's just like, yeah, I'm not funny. I don't really. <laughs> he just comes by it honestly. And uh, but but he's probably exaggerating. I mean, he's 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 had some funny lines in the show occasionally, but he's not he's not looking to do that. And it's not really his job in the show. Um, but hey, if someone wants to do my job occasionally, go ahead uh but no there's <laughs> i I think there's a a level of humor that's um sort of like when you see almost any serious talk there's they, there are some level of jokes sure. in there like i i mean uh Hitchens will make you laugh constantly, but he's still talking about serious stuff not I'm <laughs> saying I'm that good uh, I'm better no I'm not even close to that good, but it, that you're still alive. So we got got a one up on that one. Boom! (laughs) there there is that. I'd say that's the one thing I have over Hitchens. I mean, you're winning there. I'd say that's the yeah the only point on which I may be beating Hitchens, (laughs) maybe. Um. So yeah to 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 finish that answer, I mean, there I definitely make jokes, and I think it's we're very happy with the balance of you know serious discussion, and it's but it's it's not boring. It's very it's interesting questions. I mean, it's the kind of questions that. Maybe they look boring on paper but I think they're really important, you know. Um we did a show on purpose and meaning and just like how how we both of us as atheists view life and and um it was it was very honest like I I, I find life pretty depressing sometimes and um I we honestly got into it, stuff like that. I don't know, I find it fascinating.
2: I think that you have a very interesting take on this because there's plenty of like you said you know when you're joking around like there's plenty of ha 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 this baby died sort of podcast <coughs> hilarious there less. are I don't really um, have that. <laughs> and then there's there's also i think a lot of podcasts that are uh that are fighting against religion and that are taking apart the religious thought so they're going after sure, and saying yeah. This Bible thought is this and this is wrong and this and this. you guys have a very fresh look I think on on atheism because you are specifically talking about atheism you're talking you're not talking about it in relation i mean you are talking about it in relation to other things, but that's not an overarching theme right it's the, the the theme itself is atheism and then it's then it branches out from there and I think it's a very fresh look at what i, I mean I guess I, I, at the thought because there's a lot of a lot of different takes on what what it means to be atheist, and you guys are sort of tackling the sort of it's sort of almost like a meta podcast.
3: Yeah, it it, it is. I mean, it, it it I think that in some ways we we do bill it as that uh, sort of meta atheism. That's not to say. I mean, I do like to bring up certain apologetics. Kind of uh, this argument is bad for the following sure, reasons. Sure. Sometimes um, because I think it's important, and I think that no matter how much there are a lot of atheists who honestly don't even want to argue with religious people because right, right. they think it's not worth it or they think that they're above it or maybe, or I don't know why they, I, I think to some, on some level you need to do that and you need to be able to engage religious people if you want. I mean, we, we need to change the the system at some point. I mean, it, it, it something's got to give, you know, eventually we, we need to be able to elect someone who doesn't believe in a sky fairy, you know, like at some point, as a as president, as leader of the most powerful country, so, so I, I think on some level, convert. Okay, I guess I'll say to sum it up. What we're doing with this show is definitely like I mentioned earlier, we're not doing it as though no other podcast is important. I'm not, I don't, I don't ever want to imply like, okay, if, oh, yeah, if no, you're, no, if you're an no. apologetics podcast. No, I got podcast, that impression.
1: Actually, that's in my notes right here. No other
3: <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, so no, I no. should revise you that. You misunderstood like, I, me. Your podcast isn't important.
1: <laughs> oh, good, good.
2: I, but not, good. but not
3: every other podcast.
2: And that's enough for Thomas for this <laughs> well, week. <laughs>
3: I think that there's a certain level that there can be futility, especially, and I I speak as someone who does a podcast where I'm going through the Bible and, you know, I don't pretend like I'm being above all other atheists who are making fun of religion. I I do that in in the Bible a lot. Um, and I don't, I don't know that my podcast is ever going to convert anyone. I, I, I would highly doubt it. Um, but I think podcasts like mine and, and probably your guys, uh, I, I think you would probably agree that it's mainly as uh just a re- almost a like a relief for atheists, you know? It's a it's a source of just kind of like, yeah, this is I'm glad to have someone who agrees with me and it, it's kind of relaxing cuz every day you're faced with so many religious people in your life all around in this country, you know? Like your boss will be religious, your coworkers will be religious yeah. and it's yeah. it stresses you out sometimes and I think uh I'll, I'll just speak for my Bible show. I think that I, am not under the illusion that that's going to convert anybody. I I mean, I would highly doubt it, but that's, I don't think that's the point. Um, So I I think it's good to have all different kinds of podcasts that are doing whatever. And I've, I've said that in a, in a show, um, in one of our episodes Um, I don't think, I I think that atheists tend to infight a lot and criticize each other. Like whenever there's a billboard that comes out, there's a a thousand criticisms on it. And after we did a podcast where we talked about an atheist billboard, I can't, sort of was drawn to the conclusion. Oh, that was the one with Noah, actually. So check mm-hmm. that one out. Um, I was drawn to the conclusion to that, you know, maybe this isn't that important to to be criticizing how everyone is presenting their atheism. Maybe as long as they're making a good faith effort and they're not out there saying like, hey, fuck all you religious people. like. That that's probably not going to help anything, but <laughs> but as long as they're I don't know yeah, yeah I, don't know. I mean I, you know whatever if you think that's your approach but uh, but as long as they're making a good faith or good not faith effort <laughs> um faith to to uh, to to try to to advance the movement I mean maybe we need to stop jumping down each other, each other's throats so much you know but I don't know
1: it's very kumbaya of you, Thomas <laughs> like I'm feeling a lot of love like a lot of I feel like
3: doing a drum circle. Again, I don't think that should include out. you guys in this. I fucking hate it. I hate it. No. I'm t- <laughs> 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 trying to say that everybody but yours is good, okay, dude? You're not So good. if they
2: wanted to find, Thomas, Thomas, if they wanted to find a good podcast about atheism, <laughs> like Atheistically Speaking, where would they look?
3: They would have to just uh, search iTunes or Stitcher for Atheistically Speaking. And uh, the, the Twitter is at SpeakAtheism. And uh, the Facebook is facebook.com slash speaking, and we've got to, we're trying to get that page to be more and more active. Um, we get a lot of good comments on it, and uh, a lot of people, there are so many smart atheists out there that um, I'm sure there are a ton listening to me right now. And uh, we want to hear your thoughts on things. I mean, maybe you'll disagree. Maybe maybe you'll change our minds, or we'll change your mind on a given thing. So,
2: well, Thomas, thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, and, and give our best to David. And we hope to to have you guys both on again in the future. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> So we want to thank all the people who have uh, donated money to us on Patreon. We have 40 patrons now, and I'm going to read off all their names because I don't remember who I read off last time. So if you donated last time, you get it again this time. I'm going to, Here we go. David, Benjamin, Terry, Ian, William, Johan, Liam, Tom, Lynn, Michael, Thomas, Jean, Jennifer, Ta- Ta- Taisha? I, and I didn't get corrected last time, so I'm going to go with Taisha. You just got to roll with it. You just got to go with it. I remember that was it. one of them. Yep. Randall, Kathleen, Nicholas, Sam, Mike, Vincent, Jeffrey, Lindsay, Peter, Mary, Ale- Alex, Tom, Christian, Scott, Hannah, David, Gregory, Mark, Stephen, Michael, Emily, Stephen, Richard, Anderson, and Louise. Thank you all very, very much. You are all phenomenal human beings. Thank you for donating to Patreon. We have uh we are going to, and I did this last week, and I'm going to keep on doing this. When I finish the podcast, whenever that is, if I finish it on Saturday, I'll or on Sunday, or if it's sometimes we record as early as Thursday and I can get it done Friday, sometimes Friday afternoon. Whenever I get it done, I'm going to post it to Patreon. So you, if you have a are a patron of the podcast. You will get it early uh, whenever it's done, if it's early. I'm not going to make that promise that it's done early, but I'm going to say if it is done early, you will get it the day before or the couple days before whenever it's finished. I'll load it to Patreon as a post, and then you, you will get the MP3 file. You'll have to go to the website and download it Um, Unlike the normal ways in which you get it, which was through Stitcher or through Libsyn or through all the other ways in which you can get the podcast, this way you'd have to go there directly and download it. But you do get it early. So we will be giving it out to people early if you're a patron. We're also going to be giving people some you know little extras. Probably the the uh, the Easter eggs we normally used to put in the show. Those will go on Patreon exclusively, just so we can you know like give some people some extra stuff if they're if they're involved in giving. To the show,
1: yeah, we want to give back. I mean, the idea people are kind enough to uh, donate to Patreon, um, and we we genuinely and truly appreciate it. the um, The patronage helps to support the show. The show isn't free for us to do. We have to spend a lot of time. We are monetary costs involved in doing the show for uh, various technical things. I don't understand, um, but I do write checks for so yeah <laughs> you know it's like, like it's very true right you know and then you know we want to actually get Cecil a microphone uh so he doesn't have to borrow one anymore yeah. for example you know minor yeah. things little things yeah minor things and we've got some other projects in the wings too that we would like to do um and the patronage helps it legitimately yeah. helps uh to support the show And we want to give back though um and yeah. patreon is great because it gives us an avenue to give you stuff yeah. Um, rather than just take. so And
2: speak, speaking of giving back, next month, not this month, but next month, we're actually going to be donating all the money we get on Patreon to a charity, and we're going to let the patrons decide what charity that is. So if you're a patron of the show, send us a message on where you think what non uh, what secular charity uh, would be a good charity. Uh, I know Doctors Without Borders is a good one. Uh, American Atheist is a good one. JREF is a good one. There's also... Uh, um, Foundation Beyond Belief. So there's plenty out there. The Red Cross. There's plenty out there that you could suggest. So if you are a patron of the show and you want to uh, suggest where your money is going to go next month, and we're talking about the money from uh, this is from money from April is going to go to a, uh, a, a charity of your choice. So we wanted that. We're going to use that money to thank p- people for uh, for giving us money, and we're going to give it away uh, because we think it's the right thing to do. So we got an email from uh, from Cindy, and she says, she says, "Hi, Tom and Cecil. My husband and I wanted to let you know about an upcoming event nearby that you and your listeners might like to attend. We have gone to this the last two years, and it's a great time. We love the show, Keep the Great work." Uh, and this is Cindy and Steven, and this is FTF three. This is uh, the Free Thought Festival. This is happening at uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, you do not need to be a University of Madison student to attend the conference, but it's I guess it's taking place on the university uh, grounds. I will put together a website so you can check it out at episode 140. If you go to our website, episode 140, uh, there will be a link to this conference. I'll find it somewhere. I don't know that it's in this email, but I will find it somewhere. And uh, and it's the Free Thought Festival in Madison, Wisconsin. It is happening on April 11th and 12th of this year. Now, I know I can't go because I'm teaching both of those days, but uh, but I know that uh, I'm going to put this on the calendar for the future, though, because Madison, Wisconsin is a couple-hour drive for us, and I know Tom and I would be, be really interested in going this, so thank you, Cindy, for letting us know, and we'll post this, like I say, on this episode's show notes.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. This is a cool event. It looks like great speakers, too. Yeah, Dan Savage? I saw that, yeah. I mean, it seems like a great event, so... Um, anyone who's local should consider attending if your schedule allows. We got a message from Art too, and Art had
2: said that uh, there's an atheist meetup nearby.
1: Yeah, there's there's an atheist meetup. Um, it's actually not terribly far uh, from where I work, so um, it's a meetup that uh, I would consider attending if I if I have an opportunity after work one day. Um, we'll definitely post a link, and by we I mean Cecil. We'll post a link to that so you can check way that out. Ahead of you, it's way like two hundred. I know, like anybody <laughs> really thought I was going to do it. Um, but, uh, you know, it appears to be a pretty good meetup group. You know, it's 208 yeah. atheists strong. Um, That's huge. And it's in Wheaton, Illinois. So it, it, it sounds like a pretty cool event. And uh, if I can make it out to one, I'm definitely going to do it. It looks like they have quite a lot of stuff, too. Um, they've got things going on, uh, three, four, five, five or six things going on in March. Um, so it looks like a very active group. So uh, we'll definitely post a link.
2: We got an email from uh, from Jennifer. We got a bunch of comments on this actually, and this was about the baby who died from rickets. We got a ton of comments on, on this about uh, from people, and we had talked a little bit about breast milk and breast nutri- the nutrition that the woman needs in order to feed the baby. And uh, and she says that there's some studies out there that show that doesn't matter. The woman's going to make the right stuff no matter what she puts in her body. So the idea that the the vegan diet or that special ovo- I think it was an ovo. It was an ovo lacto ovolacto. which which to me i mean that sounds like i mean that's a diet an ovo lacto vegetarian diet is really i mean what are you giving up i mean you're right, right. you're just it's giving very, up muscle tissue i know it's just i mean really sure. you're doing all the things yeah i mean it it's so it's for, for that's a really not a strict vegetarian diet at all i mean like a vegan diet is clearly much more strict oh. than than that would be uh so you know and and we recognize that being a vegetarian doesn't You're not going to have any malnutrition issues really if you're a vegetarian. I know that you can have some if you're, you know, if you're like a super strict one and you're not getting any kind of, there's like some sort of amino acids and things and certain nutrition stuff you have to plan out. But for the most part, being a vegetarian is, I mean, it's probably more healthy than being a meatitarian.
1: I'm I'm certain. That, I mean, yeah, like the the crazy like fruititarian people, like they're gonna die. That's fine. Like yeah. that's <laughs> you fucking know we're grou- just like there's like the gruelitarians too that eat like a little slop or whatever. Right, right. I like the fruit ones that'll only eat shit that's fallen off the tree. They won't even pick the fruit. Oh my god. They won't. So like they'll they'll only eat shit that has fallen naturally. Like so, just from a quantity standpoint, there's just. 'Cause it's not like you can go to the grocery store and be like, did this fall now? of course not. You gotta so, yeah. like
2: knock over the, the display. <laughs> right. Like,
1: oh, it fell naturally. <laughs> it fell on the floor. Yeah. I'm just gonna hang out in Southern California and wait for an earthquake with my yeah. mouth open. That's
2: <laughs> ah, nom, 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 nom. actually you're gonna do that anyway. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like
1: what's the difference between yeah. that and my my usual means of right. feeding. So
2: Yeah, but we, we we clearly we're not we were not trying to bag on vegetarians in that thing. We were just saying that uh that this was what they, partick- they reported in the story. It could have been any... I mean, they could have been chewing up fucking meat and sticking it in the baby's mouth and it wouldn't matter. Right. You know what it, I mean? Not like, good... Because the baby can't digest that shit anyway. It doesn't matter what it was. could have been feeding the baby a fucking liquefied bacon and it right. wouldn't
1: matter. The kid was like five months old. Like, that's yeah. not a chewing kid. Yet. Yeah. Like, that's not a food eating... I yeah. mean, it's like breast milk and, or some kind of formula. She does mention in here, incidentally, that uh, there are some fucking nut oh, jobs... No. Um, in the business of selling kits to make your own homemade baby formula out of or, un, organic, unpasteurized goat's milk. And having consumed a tremendous amount of goat's milk in my life, which is the most disgusting possible liquid. I just don't
2: know what else you'd feed kids, though. What? You see, there's a joke there. The kids
1: and the oh, goat. You see yeah. that? <laughs> oh, I missed it. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, it works for, somebody's out there like, kids, kids, (laughs) ding, like the light bulb goes off. Oh, God, I think
2: we're done for this. I'm fucking (laughs) done. This has been a marathon session. We want to thank Thomas uh, for coming on the show, Thomas from Thomas and the Bible. And atheistically speaking, he has a co-host by the name of David. Uh, he could not make it this week. We wanted to get him on, but he couldn't make it. But we still want you guys to go check their show out. There's going to be a link in this episode, episode 140, to Atheistically Speaking. Go check out that show. Um, there are a couple of smart guys, and actually there uh, there's some really good discussions on there. And they encourage audience participation. So if you're interested in talking to them about some of these issues, I know that they'd be totally down with getting messages on their Facebook page and things. So uh, So definitely go check it out. So that wraps it up for this week. We're hoping next week we're going to be on Incredulous, although I don't know how long it's going to take for that show to come out. But uh, but we are hoping to be on Incredulous. We're going to probably try to plan on recording that next Sunday. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. But until next time, we're going to leave you, as always,
1: with the skeptics' creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno-babylon bullshit.
3: They would check out cognitive dissonance, baby. That's what they do
0: <laughs> to bring it
3: to come back to make a comeback. They would check out your show. Uh oh! Did that what shitty? What? was that? I don't know. Something just took it, a dump. It was I heard
2: awesome. a, a hushing, like a hissing sound, like a that's whatever the fuck
3: is going on with my setup. There was right like now. an airlock opened. Are you doing this from space? Or <laughs> I'm filming a remake of the movie Gravity. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, I'm sure you'll do much better. If you're in
2: your underwear, I don't want to see it. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I just don't want to. I don't
3: wear underwear. <laughs> what are you crazy? I'm just. I don't wear clothes ever. No, I'm actually. Are you still recording? I'm actually very. I'm recording. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I just let it. Oh
1: wait. Like we were going to record this. I thought this was a test run.
0: This is not.